Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get into the video, we want to uh, talk about a quick word from our sponsor here, BET Online. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Um, I personally don't bet a lot, neither does Tanner, but we know that when our friends talk about betting, BET Online is the place to go. They're simply the best. So head to the website, betonline.ag. We'll pop it up on the screen. And the link is in the description or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Now on with the video. What's up, guys? Back with another episode here at Chum Chat. Welcome to a special guest, one of my boys from Alabama, doing it big in the NFL. His name's Nick Mullins. How you doing, Nick? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. How's it? Uh, how's it been uh, in the off season? I know that uh, the things with the the contract. We'll get into that later. But how have you been this off season? Yeah, I've been doing good. Um, maybe not the season that I would have totally uh, dreamed of, but uh, just finished up my fourth year in the NFL. Uh, got injured, hurt my elbow. Uh, so, but recovery is going great. Uh, it's like a six month recovery. Um, about four to five months into it, um, elbow's doing good, feeling good, and uh, just getting better every day. That's what I like to hear. Hey, congrats on the uh, baby boy. Uh, his name's Luke, correct? Yeah, appreciate that. He's one and a half. He's uh, he's all around the house, man. He's will probably wake up from a nap. You might hear him in the background here in a little bit, actually. So, thanks, man. Wow. That's awesome. But uh, yeah. so you're in you're in California right now. Or are you where are you at? Uh, I'm actually in Birmingham. I'm doing my rehab here in Birmingham. OK. Um, and uh, kind of bounce back and forth between Birmingham, San Francisco and, and uh, Mississippi at uh, Southern Miss the past four years. But I'm in Birmingham right now. OK, nice. Did uh, I know the, the storm just happened. Did any of your friends or family get affected by the, the tornado? Um, no, not, not anybody directly. Uh, you know, I hit that Eagle point neighborhood. Uh, yeah. like, I mean, very, I live in Chelsea, so it's very close to my house. Okay. Um, we were definitely nervous when it was coming through. Um, you know, I feel like I mean, I, what, I lived here 20 years and I, I don't remember one coming that close ever. So it was crazy. Yeah. 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 I, I, I was, I was nervous too. A bunch of my friends, uh, in, uh, around Greystone too, they, they were affected bad. So, but uh, no, it's been good. But uh, no, let's just jump into. Uh, obviously, you said you went to Southern Miss. Um, you went undrafted in 2017. Uh, a bunch of guys. I mean, Deshaun Watson was in that draft. Patrick Mahomes was in that draft. Uh, and then you signed with the 49ers. But how was that? You know, kind of seeing those other quarterbacks go. I mean, were you expecting to get drafted then, or or, or what was going through your mind back then? Yeah, it was a crazy ride. Um, I mean, what that was 27 the 2017 draft is when I came in. Um, had a really good junior year, um, had a pretty good senior year, not incredible, but pretty solid. Um, so I always I thought I would get a chance at the NFL. Um, I tell people all the time, I just, I didn't know how long it was last. It would last. And that was kind of cool. Cause it was really like, really just up to me how long it lasted, you know, just work hard, do your best and uh, play good at the right time. And um, so here we are four years later, um, you know, just chatting it up on here. Um, I didn't expect to get drafted. Um, funny story. I got a call at the beginning of the seventh round that the Broncos called me and they said, um, we have the last pick of the draft 
and we're gonna um, we're gonna select a quarterback. So in my mind, I was like, nah, there's no there's no way I'm gonna be Mister Irrelevant, which is the last pick of the draft. <laughs> um, they took Chad Kelly, and um, I knew the 49ers were interested, so I just signed. I signed with them. Nice. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, the draft just happened. Now you see all these crazy stories, but it's so inspiring to see. Obviously, guys like Tom Brady go late, and obviously you have the guys that go early that end up being bust. So I feel like. A lot of time, it, it could just be kind of hype. Um, but for, for you personally, when you were in that draft, did you feel like seeing these other quarterbacks, did you feel like, you know, I, I'm just as good as them? Did you feel like, like, I can I can do that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge thing is uh, um, just, like, self-confidence. Like, I didn't, I didn't really – I mean, obviously, you want to go first round, but also had realistic expectations. Like, I wasn't going in the first round, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to compete. Um my junior year of college, went to the Manning Passing Academy. Um, that's, you get, uh, it's, it's a, it's the Manning family hosts it. And um, there's like 30 college quarterbacks that go and they're counselors for the high schoolers. Um, so that was kind of my first time being around like the, the top tier college quarterbacks. Um, Deshaun Mahomes, Josh Dobbs was there, a whole bunch of other guys. And um, so it was really cool. And we would have like throwing workouts and, um, so to just be there working with them, competing against them. Uh, that was probably the first time that I was, you know, like I'm, I can definitely hold my own. And uh, so that was one, one cool thing I'll always remember for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you showed that in your first game. Uh, I mean, you threw three touchdowns, y'all, y'all waxed the Raiders, but I mean, what, what, what made you be able to be ready for that moment? Like you said, um, it's all about getting an opportunity and being ready for it. Um, what made you ready for that opportunity? Yeah, that was cool. That was a uh, crazy night. It happened fast. Um, so I spent – that was my 2018, my second year in the league. Um, and I spent my whole first year um, third string on the practice squad. And really it was just a year for me to, like, sit and watch and just practice, get better at certain skills and things like that. Um, and then I got to play more in the preseason of my second year. And um, so just basically it was a year and a half's work of just sitting and watching and working um, until my time came. And um, so that's really what I did. I just got as good as I could for a year and a half before I had to show it. And uh, I mean, that game was a, uh, a perfect storm, I guess you could say. Uh, we weren't very good at the time, um, tough season, um, but I, you know, could come in, provide a spark and uh, we lit it up that night. It was a lot of fun. Were you nervous? Yeah. Uh, I was nervous. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, uh, I knew, I knew the first play of the game for like, I what, probably like 24 hours, basically the entire day before the game, I knew what the first play was. And the first play was a pass. So I was like, all right, as long as we can just get past this first pass, then I'll, I'll be good to go. And, uh, so I completed the first pass, uh, for about 11 or 12 yards. And, um, then, then once we were out there, it just, it just felt like another football game. And that's the coolest part is, um, you know, it just feels like you're playing football again. And uh, so, yeah, I was nervous. Yeah. But once you get playing, you try not to think too much. Was your uh, was your family there? Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, my wife, uh, my dad. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody was. And, um, nice. yeah, they got to all experience it. Uh, actually, I had some high school buddies there. Um, oh, so really? Was, yeah, yeah. So it was really cool. I try to stay pretty close with my high school buddies. <laughs> How special nice. of a moment is that? Like, does it add more pressure, do you think, or does it take off a little bit of the pressure knowing that you got loved ones in the stands? 
Yeah, no, I mean, you, you know, your family loves you no matter, no matter what you do, your, you know, your success on the field doesn't, doesn't define your family relationships. And uh, so it's always good to have them uh, supporting me uh, basically in everything that I do and supporting my whole family. Yeah, we kind of always talk about uh, that inner circle because like once you go, you know, you get bigger, you know, more people try to creep in, try to get some of your success, try to feed off you. But how important to you is that that inner circle of, I mean, you talk about high school buddies that you, you know for a long time. Uh, when you went to the NFL, did, did you feel that people were hitting you up that you were like, you know, like not friends with for a long time? And then also on the football team, you got loads of guys, way more than a soccer team or, you know, baseball team. How do you pick and choose like which ones you're going to really be close with and stuff? Yeah, well, um, I think I guess the coolest part is I didn't get like too much stuff where I had to like, I guess, worry and get stressed by it. It was more support. And uh, so that's, that's that was one cool thing, like when you have some success, you really see how many people, uh, you know, support you. Hey, I mean, just like good game from people that you haven't heard from in years. Um, but at the same time, when you go through tough times, you also see who supports you because uh, you might not hear from as many people. And uh, so, yeah, the inner circle is huge. Um, I got my family, um, just pretty good, solid, um, you know, high school, like probably like eight buddies, you know, you know, how Hoover is every, I mean, yeah. most guys are, you guys you grow up with, you stay close to, um, and a couple college buddies. So nothing too crazy, um, but definitely a good support system. And obviously my wife and son, uh, I mean, they're, they're everything to me. Um, so that's huge. And then, um, talk about NFL locker room. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's an interesting landscape. It really is. It, it, um, wouldn't say it took me a while to navigate, but it was, it was cool to, um, just kind of be around. And the biggest thing is, I mean, you have, in the offseason, 90 guys, and, and during the regular season, 50, six, basically 63 guys. Um, the coolest thing is you're, you're all professionals in there. Like, everybody's it's, – it's 63 men that are working as hard as they can for one common goal. And uh, there's, there's nothing better than that. Um, I mean, you can't get that in any other job, really, other than sports. And, uh, and uh, so that's the coolest part. Um, but really – um, you obviously spend most of the time with your position groups of so quarterbacks, um, Jimmy G and CJ Bethard. Um, and then even the guys that we had in camp, uh, I mean, we got super close. Um, but really, you just spend time with people that you, uh, your position groups, your offense. And then uh, you just, and another cool part is you meet people from totally different walks of life, um, so many different experiences. And uh, so, so you get some really cool discussions and relationships you probably never would have had if you didn't didn't play the sport. Man, yeah, yeah sure. that's that's so crazy. I've always wanted. I've always, man, ever since I was a kid, I always loved football. I'm a big uh, fan of the Dallas Cowboys, and so I, I watched recently the documentary on Amazon of um, I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's like All or Nothing or something like that. Dallas Cowboys, and so okay, I got a yeah. little bit of a look into it. And I know you went to like a smaller school, so maybe not as much media coverage in that in college. But was it tough getting? getting used to like the amount of media coverage you get now compared to the NFL with the big boys, was it kind of like shocking or it was like, whatever. Um, I mean, I've, I've always kind of enjoyed doing interviews as far as just talking to people and hearing what different people have to say and stuff like that. Um, but you really just take it, take it one step at a time. Um, you know, you, you, you obviously dream, you have your goals, um, but it feels a little bit different when you get there, you know, and you got tons of cameras in your face and stuff like that. Um, but you just handle it one step at a time, uh, kind of remember what got you there. 
and uh, just kind of enjoy being where your feet are and just being in the moment and things like that. Um, so no, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It's part of the job. It's what you sign up for and, uh, and it's fun. Yeah. That's funny. You say that though. Uh, I seen on your Instagram, the, in the bio uh, cameo, what made you start that in? And like, just why really? Why? Yeah. Uh, I guess a little free endorsement, I guess, but I'm, I'm a huge cameo fan, dude. It is a, uh, it's a really cool, great. I mean, the company's taken off. That's crazy. Um, but one of my yeah. teammates, um, his name is Cassius Marsh. He was a D lineman and uh, he just like told me about this app. And uh, so I just kind of looked it up and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, sounds cool. And then, um, and then I started some games and then um, so he's friends with like the guys who started it. And um, Steven, uh, the guy who started it, he like came to one of the games and I met, I met him obviously super cool dude. And um, so, so I just signed up or got a profile and uh, you know, it, it's a great gift. It really is. Um, I've gotten my friends gifts on there. Uh, I mean, who wouldn't want, you know, say Drew Brees wishing them happy birthday or something like that. So it's, so, I mean, if you got a, if you got something from like Ronaldo, you'd be like, Oh, that's sick. You know? Um, yeah. So it's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Have you gotten any like weird requests yet or no? Like you haven't got one of those? Uh, not, nothing too crazy. Most of it's like birthdays. Um, you know, hope like well wishes. Um, hope we get better. Um, a lot of people like do good at their jobs. like get awards at their jobs. Um, but not, nothing too crazy. No, thankfully, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, I might have to, some, some, I might have to start one, you know what I'm saying? But hey, that's <laughs> yeah. down the road. Talking about crazy. Um, have you obviously a big story about rookies and NFL is uh, those rookie dinners. Did you ever have to take part in that? Did you have to pay, have to pay your rookie dinner? You know, I, uh, I never did. I, I got pretty lucky. Uh, I really did. I, we, we got through it. Um, even like just, yeah. Um, so I came in 2017. It was coach Shanahan's first year. Um, I guess you could say just like a lot of turnover, a, a new mix of guys. Everybody was trying to feel each other out. Um, I know some other positions did. I know the wide receivers always uh, treated the rookies nicely with the check, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but no, we uh, we never did. Thankfully, I was really glad about that. I mean, and at that point, shoot, I didn't have any money. So if I had to pay five grand for a meal, I would have been screwed. I would have been screwed. <laughs> Was there, any, like, was there any, like, rookie hazing, like, on the field, though? Like, you had to pick up the equipment, you know, get the big yeah, boy some I, water or something? Yeah. Um, the, the older quarterback when I first got there was Brian Hoyer, and I definitely had to carry some pads, uh, carry some pads for him. Um, and I think the O-linemen have it the worst. Um, they're always having – they got to, like, tell jokes. And, like, if you don't have a joke ready, it's a fine. So, like, they got all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, so I'm glad I'm not an O-lineman. That's uh, tough. Hey, our, our, our rookie things aren't bad. All you got to do is, mainly in the soccer world, main, all you got to do is sing in front of the group on the first away trip, and that's it. So it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, we, we did that, too. A lot of singing on the bus. Uh, the rookies, yeah, the rookies had to uh, do as well. How old, uh, nice. how old is the oldest player on y'all's team? Because, like, in an NFL locker room, like, I walked in, and it's like Joe Staley, the left tackle, had been in there for, like, 12 years. Uh, so you're like dealing with like, you know, grown, grown ass men, basically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, well, I think the oldest, the oldest guy on my team, I think is 34, I think. 
so okay. yeah big kind of big range yeah. yeah that's cool yeah it's, it's definitely different uh it's you know growing up being a young like pro a bunch of you know a bunch of my friends you know from from alabama or different places you know i'll, I'll talk about my team and i'll say you know you know reto was was his wife was uh had to get a babysitter or something and, and they'll just freak out because they're like bro your friends are like super old but it's just funny the dynamic is uh it's definitely funny but it, it works well i think so yeah. but uh, let's talk about uh if you can talk about it i don't know we can cut anything out but obviously yeah. you're free agent right now is there any is there any news going on or, or what's gonna what's it looking like for this cup this up and coming year yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't listen to these specific teams, but um, we could say that I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about things right now. Um, the biggest thing, I get healthy, and I think that I'll get an opportunity. Um, I mean, I can't say how big or little that opportunity is, but um, I think I will get another opportunity, and uh, I'm pumped for it. I mean, I'm, I'm doing everything I can every single day uh, to get back. Um, it's my first, like, serious injury, really. Um, yeah. been pretty, pretty lucky through the years. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good and uh, I'm excited about what's next, wherever that may be. Yeah. We're excited for you, man. I for think sure. I'm not, I'm not positive, but I think I read, did you get injured against uh, my Cowboys? I did, man. Yeah. yeah. I did. I'm not total, not like I'm 99% sure it's Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, that oh, that big boy. On. They don't call him tank for no reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I did. No, I mean, talking about this upcoming season, what kind of we do here is we define success. And um, I always ask this question to all of our guests because we have a lot of pro athletes on here and, and success ranges for everyone. It's, it's, there's no true definition of success. So we love to ask our guests, what's your definition of success? And do you think you've achieved it yet? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really cool, cool concept. I was actually, I obviously saw that we were going to be talking about that and I was thinking about it. And um, I mean, off the top of my head, I would say success is simply just achieving the goals that you set out for yourself. Um, and, you know, you work as hard as you can at the, at those goals. And um, if you're, if you love what you're doing and then you achieve your goals, um, that's, I mean, that's, that's personal success and that's a lot to be proud of. Um, but then I also go and think the success, what makes you the happiest? Um, that's something that uh, I've always kind of thought about is um, like, I've, you know, started games in the NFL, uh, basically outdid my dreams, um, you know, participated in a Super Bowl. Um, but is that going to make me the happiest person forever? Um, no. And uh, so that's one thing that I, uh, I'm not going to say I struggle with it, but it is interesting. You know, it's, uh, it's something that I think about a lot. And uh, so like right now, it's, um, I, I, I guess my next goal is obviously to get back in the NFL and, uh, you know, work, um, and perform at the highest level, but it's also to be the best dad. And, you know, if I'm, if my family's the happiest, then that's success. Um, so a simple way to put it for me, I guess, is just achieving the goals that you set out for yourself. Yeah, I think that's I think the first that's time really we've heard, um, yeah, it's a strong answer because I don't think we've had many fathers on here. So just implementing your son into it and your family, I think that's so special for sure. A thousand percent. Yeah. Happiness is, yeah is something that's so underrated. And I think it's been talked about more. Like you, you have guys like Kevin Love and, and guys talking about like mental mental health and stuff now in sports. You know, I think a lot of times people can forget that we're just normal people as well, even though we're athletes. So I think it's super important. Yeah, I, I, totally, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, so for the audience and John, I guess y'all don't know how me and uh, Nick kind of met. Um, we met at a, 
I mean, I guess we, I've seen Nick um, at Barry Middle School he used to come and, and talk at the FCA uh, with Coach Witt. Uh, he used to come and talk and, and give his advice and his, his experiences. But when we truly, like when I, when I truly remember looking up to him and, and, and kind of wanted to follow in his footpath was um, at a discovery weekend in, in Birmingham, Alabama. I don't know if Nick remembers a bunch of it, but it was a oh, blast yeah. for me. It was, uh, it was super fun, but um, obviously faith, faith, faith stepped in and uh, helped me with, with following Nick and his career. And, and he was a guy I really looked up to back then and still do. Um, but how much would you say faith kind of, kind of takes part into your, your career and your life? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I think it over the years, I think it's kind of what shaped me, you know, um, you know, just the things that you believe in, the strong faith that you have. Um, it, it really has kind of molded me into the person uh, that, I, that I am today. Um, and so it's, it's huge. It's, it's what I want to spread to, um, you know, basically everybody I can. Um, and uh, so it's, it's a huge part of the way I live my life. Uh, the discipline, um, the discipline in your faith is the same way that you have discipline in your workouts and things like that. And uh, so it is, it is huge and um, it's, it's spread love, you know, it's really, it's really what it's all about. And uh, it's the way you act, way you handle yourself, the way you communicate. Um, yeah. It's what it's all about. And uh, I thought it's pretty cool. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Um, people like, how did Nick and Tanner link up on this podcast? I was uh, Tanner. I mean, obviously, you know, but I was, I was your leader at discovery weekend and uh, I knew you, I knew you were going to be a baller. Uh, I remember like us talking and stuff. You know, like all the kids be like, you tell, I remember I was like asking you, go soccer. You're like, yeah, I'm pretty good. I could tell you're being timid. Cause then I like went and looked you up and I was like, oh, that kid's like really good. And uh, so now <laughs> you're funny. obviously, now you're obviously where you're at now. So it's been awesome to watch you uh, dominate. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure, man. It's, I couldn't even believe that you've been keeping up with me for so many years. I mean, I, I remember after that, that camp, I went to uh, my dad and I was like, yo, Nick Mullins, like, we got to keep eye on him. Like, I, he was super cool. I had a blast with him. And then I just kept with it. And you kept with it, too. So I have a lot of respect for you, man. And I hope yeah. I can't wait to see you back in the NFL. I've been watching your games and stuff. So it's honestly an honor to have you on the podcast. Not going to lie. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks. No, I mean, uh, we also have something called the Chump Chat Blessing here that's actually been a trend with our guests and it's actually crazy like once they come on they actually just start going crazy so i think this next season is going to be fantastic for you but um speaking about yeah, I like how that. I like that. <laughs> speaking about how tanner looked up to you and just thought you were the coolest person ever obviously in your nfl journey you've met some pretty cool people we want to yeah. talk about those cool people but also i want to ask i'm curious because i watch those those documentaries and a lot of the times you look at those big players and you're like oh i look up to them but then you see the behind the scenes and a lot of times these guys have maybe big egos that can't play well with their teammates. How do you deal with like people like that? Man, I mean, that's, that's the coolest part about being on the 49ers the past four years. Um, I, I mean, I really can't say that we've had too many like big ego guys. Um, I mean, pe people literally ask me like, Hey, who's the biggest punk on the team? And like, I, I, I really have not been able to name one because uh, the 49ers have just brought in so many good people. Um, but I, th I think the biggest thing is, I mean, I haven't dealt with too many, but just be yourself. And I feel like everything will work out. You know, you, I mean, in the NFL, I feel like if you're a punk and you're a selfish teammate, you won't be there very long necessarily. Um, so that's kind of my experience with those, with those type players. And obviously no, nobody likes a bad teammate. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I, what I've experienced through that. Yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel like? Hold on, a second. Let me follow up real quick. Do you feel like it's your yeah. job 
as a quarterback, though, to like maybe put those players in line as the leader of the team? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely an accountability aspect as far as, you know, keep guys disciplined, um, when to be serious, when not to be serious. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of that comes natural. Talking like leadership and things like that. Um, I mean, there's different ways to go about it. I mean, I've always thought um, I mean, you got to know the guy to lead the guy. Um, but then the NFL, I mean, you, you get there one week and you're playing the same week. Um, so that's when you got to just go do your job. You'll make plays and you'll gain respect. Uh, that's one, one cool thing about the NFL locker room is, um, I mean, you, you got to earn your respect. Um, I mean, you're not, you're not granted anything. So you just earn your respect by the way you work and the plays that you make in practice and in the games. Um, and then over time you earn your respect. Um, so that is one one thing that I've uh, learned, experienced, and noticed. Yeah, I feel that 100% because it was, it was kind of the same thing with the beginning of my career. I came into the team and I was starting the first game. And, you know, I had to earn people's respect and practice, but we only practiced for a few weeks before. But you talk about college and, and NFL. Um, which, which atmosphere did you enjoy better, college or the NFL? Um, I, would say, I would say the NFL just – because it, I mean, it, it really feels like every week is the biggest game of your life. I mean, I know people say all the time, like you want to treat every game like that, but in the NFL, I mean, that, that really is the, the approach. Um, you know, you, every game matters so much because um, that's how you obviously get into the playoffs. Your best, the best records get into the playoffs. Um, so that's, it's just so intense, so much hard work. Um, and as an athlete, that that's what I love. I mean, you, can't ask for anything more than that. So I would say the NFL, um, but the college atmospheres are sweet. I mean, I, there's nothing like college football though. Just like the bonds that you have with, you know, you come in as a freshman, stay in the dorms with the same guys, go through four years. Um, and then the stadiums and stuff, like I know like Nebraska and LSU are the, my two favorite places to play. Um, so there's, there's good parts about both. Um, but I, I definitely love the NFL. That's what I like to hear. What is a what is a day in the life of an end season like? Say it's a, a Monday or Tuesday, or whatever. What is a day in the life of a Nick Mullins look like? Yeah, um, people ask me, kind of ask me that a lot. You know, like do you guys still have like when you're doing football, how long your hours and things like that? Uh, I mean, it's yeah, you're working. I mean, a, a job is forty hours a week. You're working more than forty hours a week. I can tell you that. Um, but. Um, so I guess Wednesday is if you want to run through the full schedule, like Wednesday is like our work day, or I guess, well, Sunday you play, um, Monday you work out and watch film, um, Tuesday you're off, but it's, it's body recovery. So they have every body recovery resource you could imagine. Um, but Wednesday and Thursday are the real work days. Um, as far as game plan goes, um, I mean, breakfast is six 30, um, kind of stretch before meetings, meetings from 7.45 to 11. You got your walkthrough from 11 to 12, uh, lunch, um, then practice, and then film after, um, and then recovery and then dinner. Um, so you, you get out of there about six o'clock. So it's about 12 hour day. Um, how, do you, how do you stay locked in during those that's four hours? That's crazy. Meetings? How do you stay nah. locked in? Yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta love it. First of all, if you don't love it, then, then you're, uh, I mean, you're going to be doing something that's not, you know, um, so you gotta, you gotta love that part about it. Um, uh, how do you stay locked in, uh, some cold brew? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. In the mornings, you know, um, 
some of the meetings aren't aren't you know run game meeting like all right well let's sit through this run game meeting um it's it's cool but you just focus you know you, you know what you have to know um you try to know more than you need to know um preparation is huge i mean it preparation is is i mean major and in, in playing the quarterback position um so you really just try to learn as much as you can during the week so when you get to sunday uh we call it having a clear mind um your what you studied all through the week uh just naturally takes over on sunday yeah is that is those hours are for all the players or is it like quarterbacks have to do a little bit more film a little bit more studying or is it like the same for everybody yeah well um those hours are pretty i mean yeah pretty similar as far as like the structure of the day goes um, but as far as like watching film on your own, um, that, that extra, extra part is up to you. Um, every player kind of knows how much they need, um, how much preparation they need to feel really good things like that. Um, but I'll say, I mean, one of the things I learned, like, in, like everybody is smart, like people, like even people like might not get credit for being smart players and stuff like that. But I mean, guys that you might not think are smart, like they're football smart. They know what's going on out there. They're not just, you know, athletes running around. And uh, so that's, it's been really cool to see. Nice. Yeah. Just talking about kind of, I have two more questions. I have a random one and kind of one, one that has to do with the NFL. Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of, I watch GQ sports a lot and they actually recently came up with like this thing, like how you spent your first million. Perhaps you haven't spent a million or even close to that. But is there something uh, big that you spend your money on or have you just kind of like kept it low key? Oh, man. Um, well, no, I mean, like my wife is still asking to buy a Louis Vuitton purse. And I'm like, I'm not spending a thousand dollars on a purse. I bought a truck, you know, I need a new car. And um, my wife tells me that it's important to have a truck in the family. And uh, so I got a pretty cool truck, I guess that was kind of, and then obviously um, we bought a house this past year, obviously to raise our family in, um, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Okay. With, uh, with the blowing up of stocks and stuff, have you, have you found yourself in uh, investing in some stocks here and there or not? Um, I, I like, I got some trusted professionals that uh, do it a little bit more than, <laughs> than I do. Um, but um I've kind of messed around with crypto a little bit. It's been pretty hey, cool. Okay. Um, just like reading about it, you know, you, you're interested in things and obviously making money's cool. Um, so I've been kind of reading up on that a little bit lately just to see what's going on. Obviously like Dogecoin is stuff is going crazy, but <laughs> I don't have any of that, but um, no, that stuff is pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's crazy cool to hear. That's cool to hear. And I, I have just a random question that I thought of when we were talking about the people and you mentioned Jimmy G I've always wondered, you know, everyone says he's like a pretty boy. Um, I was wondering, is, is he pretty vain? Is he checking himself out in the mirror? Is he spending a bunch of time on his hair? How is that? <laughs> no, uh, I wouldn't say pretty boy. I mean, Jimmy, like he was, he was a linebacker growing up. So like, he's, he's, you know, tough, I guess you would say like, he'll, he'll knock you out. Okay. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. He's got some swag to him. Pretty smooth dude. And super cool dude too. Great teammate. Um, I mean, everything you'd probably want, you know, in a, in a franchise quarterback. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. He's hey, you, you, uh, you golf any Nick or no? Uh, yeah. I mean, with my elbow, I can't, uh, which sucks. Uh, cause I was looking forward to playing some, um, but yeah, I, I play a decent bit. I'm not great. I'm in like the nineties. I think I can okay. get in the eighties, um, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. 
All right. So when you get healthy and and we link up, I'm gonna let's go play some golf. Yeah. That sounds good. You guys pretty good? Not I'm decent. I I shoot in the I shoot similar to you, 90s. I could definitely shoot in the 80s if I put some work in, but you know that's not the focus right now. But right. but uh, yeah, we should definitely play. That would be yeah. fun. Hey, I'm down. Any any just hit me up. Yeah, I got you. Well, that was it. Uh, John, you got any more questions or not? Um, I mean, I don't know. It's easier when we ask kind of some of our friends, but do you have anyone that you would like to see that you know personally that we should go after and try to get on the podcast? Oh, shoot, man. Uh, probably not really off the top of my head, but I mean, I'm sure I can uh, – if you think of one, one shoot a name to Tanner or something. And yeah, we'll, we'll I, try to get. Say, I got Tanner's number and see what we can do. All right. Yeah, Sounds good. nice. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we appreciate having you on, Nick, taking the time, coming on, sharing those thoughts. I know a lot of the fans are going to really enjoy that. And if y'all want to get more from Nick, check out his cameo. It's linked in his bio. He's going to, you know, send any message he wants to you. You just got to request it. Uh, thanks for coming on, Nick. It's been a pleasure. And like y'all know, go find your success. <laughs>